Hey, Monty. Brody. Which man can drink loads and loads of petrol without <laughs> feeling sick? Uh, I don't know, Jimmy Carr? Jerry can. <laughs> Welcome back to the Good Always podcast. So you don't sound too excited. Oh, you know, that joke really <laughs> drained all my energy. Oh, come on. Jerry can, hey? Wow. Welcome back to season two. <laughs> oh, it's season two. I don't know. That's the only reason to explain a long break. Oh, that we've, had. we've got plenty of explanations for it. Well, we but, do, uh, but we'll get to those the bus already. Maybe. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's a great way to start the show, isn't it? Always a positive. How are you, Monty? Yeah, good, mate. It was great until you um, rocked up. <laughs> oh. I was having a really good day. How are you, mate? Oh, no, just a reminder that the title of our podcast is good always. Oh, not sorry, shit on your it's mates not, always. It's, it's not our other podcast, isn't it? Well, you started it. There. Yeah, fair. no, I'm going all right, Brody. Um, I'm enjoying the the change to cold weather. I'm feeling mm. more energised for some reason now that it's colder. I quite like, you know, waking up in the cold and, and living in this climate. So I'm feeling really energised weirdly at the moment. Yeah, yourself, nice. Brody. Uh, yeah, I. I like the change as well. I find that the nights are really nice mm. because I feel like I can sleep a bit cosier Ooh, yep. in the colder weather uh, in the season of Gerard. I feel like we did an episode this time last year and we talked about the season of Gerard. Sounds about right. You gave a great description about it in recollection. Yeah. So head on back to episode <laughs> Probably that one. three, four maybe. Could have been episode six. <laughs> Who knows? Um, together. But yeah, great time of the year. And... Mm. Uh, Today's weather has been, it's always a weather report at the start. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been weird. For. Like it was forecast to just bucket down and then the morning it was cold, but it didn't look like it was any chance of raining and mm. get out of uni and still no chance of raining. And <laughs> I start driving and it absolutely, and you know what they say, when it rains it pours. Mm. They do, they do say that. It pour. I think that's more of a, <laughs> more of a saying about um, luck and stuff, but you know well, what? That's <laughs> you got to take it for as literal meaning sometimes and... Boy, oh boy, did it pour. Mm, uh, wow. Which made for an interesting drive in. Yeah, okay. uh, driving in some some deep water. Yeah. I, I saw, and I, it's probably not the greatest image of me, but as I was driving, <laughs> I saw uh, a lady walking along the footpath. There was a lot of people running. I don't know mm. why there were people that were so... Middle of the day in the rain, hey? Yeah. Weird. Running from the rain or actively running? Like? Just actively running. Ah, interesting. No, no like full on running attire <laughs> full on running attire but this lady looked like she was I don't know walking to, to uni or something like right that. right uh, with no sense of urgency but it is genuinely bucketing down mm. uh, but it was you know it was on Riverside Drive so Riverside Drive Mount Sway Road whatever oh, one of the ones you weren't there you weren't, no, <laughs> no, who cares? no. Um, and part of me felt like oh, I should probably stop and see if she needs a lift but I was like at least 100 metres away when I had that thought. So hopefully she made it. And, uh, <laughs> she survived the rain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, well she'll be smelling a bit funny from you. <laughs> class, I reckon. Jesus. Uh, have you got? Brody, there's a lot to talk about today, <laughs> there isn't is, there? Because it's yeah. been so long. You'd think we'd have a lot to talk about. You'd think so. Yeah. Um, look, there's one thing I actually want to have a chat about, uh, just because it's that time of year again. We all know, am I right? Yeah, that old yearly thing that, that comes around. Exactly. Well, not yearly, but oh, sorry. Um, I'm talking about the election season, Roddy. You're definitely not yearly. <laughs> not yearly. Well, you know, it feels like it's yearly. Does it? No, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but look, the reason I wanted to raise this first is because on Saturday, hopefully this is released by then, 
Um, most people will be. will be stepping up to vote in the federal election, which is a very exciting time of year. I find it very interesting to see what's going on um, in the world in Australia at this time of year. Mm. You this live for this stuff. You love it. Ah, yes. I, I actively I like to be very active in my yeah. democracy. Yeah. It's ad- I, I really do admire it because I just get so <coughs> drained by it. <laughs> it gets exhausting. Yeah. Uh, by the time Sunday rolls around, um, I'll be grateful that the election season's over. Mm. Uh, but one of the reasons that I get so involved and one of the reasons I, I do get quite you know happy when it's over is I like to do a lot of research about different candidates. Um, and so the first thing I just wanted to raise is just, just my you know regular pledge to the people around me to do your research. Um, you. I think it's good one reminder. of the most... Good reminder just to... Um, you know, Look at us now, right? This is what we we do best, right? We research for we you. research so well. Um, well, we're not really researching for you, but oh, um, I just want to. You know, there's a lot of it, especially independents running at the moment, which have really interesting platforms around topical issues like mental health. Mm. Um, and so, I really encourage you not to just vote for the same party you've always voted for, your family's voted for, and instead to look at everyone on the ballot paper in your area and look at their policies. Mm. Um, I think that we are so much stronger as a nation and as individuals. When we are active in that process, you might think it's just an annoying thing that happens every few years, but it does genuinely make a, a difference on our lives and the lives of the people around us who represents us. Yeah. Um, one article in particular I want to talk about, Brody. Mm. I'm only going to touch on it really briefly, okay. um, and I can highly recommend you, you check out uh, the Australian Psychology Society if you want to learn more about this. But it popped up on my newsfeed today when I was doing my usual what's going on in the election world, um, and that's sort of the, the stances that the, com- the, the parties sorry, have taken in regards to mental health this election season, um, which is an important one. Okay. No comment from Brody, it's fully checked out. <laughs> no, I'm, no I'm, idea. I'm you know there's somebody. an election coming up? <laughs> I do. Seven Actually, I was meant to vote today because we're working on it. Anyway, it's not important. <laughs> so what they've done here, and I, I'm not going to go into to full detail of each of these categories, but I just wanted to, to I find it really interesting. Um, five different, four different areas that the Australian Psychology Society have pinpointed as important for them. Okay. as their commitment that they think that we should be expecting from our representatives. And that's the you know placement of more psychologists for patients, generally, as a ratio. Yep. Um, lowering the cost of reducing wait times for psychology in Australia. Getting psychologists into schools and lowering their costs for young adults. Uh, and then emergency healthcare during natural disasters. These are the four main things they identified this year, this mm. election cycle, as, as big focuses that they would expect that our representatives would look at. Um, and they're only focusing on the, the three major parties at the moment. But here's sort of where they stack up, and I just wanted to share because um, I think it's an interesting point. The first one, Brody, more psychologists for patients. Um, the, there's a difference between the three parties here quite drastically. We've got the, the coalitions, so the, the Liberal National Coalition, who are partly committed to this. They've got some commitment statements in their, in their policy statement about getting more psychologists, but it's wishy-washy. Yep. Labor has not committed to uh, more psychologists for patients across Australia. And the Greens are fully committed to this policy, which is interesting. Um, lowering the costs and reducing wait times of psychologists. Again, um, we see a part commitment from the coalition, uh, not exactly where the Australian Psychology Society would want them to be. And again, no commitment or a very unclear commitment from Labor. And finally, again, a clear commitment from the Greens. Mm. The third category, getting psychologists to schools and lowering costs for young adults. It's really good to see that all three of the parties have committed at least to a, a some level that this is an important policy for them. But the last one, emergency mental health care during natural disasters. Um, at the moment, none of the three major parties have actually committed a policy to this, which is disappointing, to say the least. And again, mm-hmm. for me, it underscores how important it is to look at your candidates in your electorate. And, and if, you're care, you know, if you're passionate about mental health and you care about that issue, see what the policies are around you. 
be active in that process. Yeah. I mean, you. <laughs> anyway, I just will. a little, you know, every four-year reminder to, <laughs> to look at policy. Look at policy, be active, and yeah. you know, your, voice, and your a, voice does matter. Yeah, and a good, like, obviously, oh, sorry, playing footsies okay. under the table. Um, obviously, our show, podcast, I've never called it a show. Show, that's cute. Yeah. Our show um, <laughs> has, a, has a very mental health underlying tone tone to it you would say it's a theme but it's definitely theme, a tone, vibe there's some tonality um so you know hopefully we're like this isn't a paid ad by the greens or the coalition or no, <laughs> and just to clarify the um australian psychology society has no partisanship yeah. at all it's yeah. just an independent society so yeah yeah so obviously these your research is, is very um mental health focused because of the nature of our our show but definitely do research on on all policies and well as, as best you can there's a lot of policies to, to get your head around but um yeah great thanks monty so maca talking about the election we are and i can tell you <laughs> rolling your eyes already two segments about the election this one's a bit different Jesus, two in a row. Um, i've got a game for you brody oh yes here we go it's one of our favorite our formulas for games yeah. which is is this real or not which is great <laughs> which is great which is you know why it's because it works really well over the audio mode not yeah. since guess that drum beat have we had a game that works as well by audio. Um, oh, we're playing more than footies now, aren't we? Jeez. Quite awkward, isn't it? You're going further up the leg. <laughs> so, uh, in my research of you know different political candidates that I always do, um, I was interested to see what sort of parties we have in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked down the rabbit hole. There's you know a lot of different parties that represent different needs of different people, which is awesome. Um, but in the history... <laughs> Sorry. In the history of Australia, and in particular at a state level, there have been some very interesting parties that have, have come up. Obviously, you know what a political party is, Brody. Yeah, yeah, like uh, the Greens, the Coalition, yes, yes. Labor. So that's it. Yep. Oh, I, I, you gave me a look as if I needed to stop without ruining the rest of your game. But <laughs> so what I've got here this one is no prizes again. <laughs> I have one, two, three, four, five, six different political parties. Maybe mm-hmm. seven. We'll see. Some of them <laughs> Classic English are real. Strikes again. <laughs> are real political parties that have existed at some point in Australia's past, yep. either at a state level or at a national level. Okay. And some of them are ones that I have made up. Okay. It is your job to figure out which ones are serious, and I'm oh. even going to give you a small description of each of them to make oh. it easier for you. Which yeah. ones that were actually parties at some point, yeah. and which ones are ones I've just made up. Oh. Are you ready, Brody? Well, I was born ready. Number one, the oh. deadly serious party. Which was solely created just to mock the other candidates and the electorates. Uh, deadly serious party. That's a real party. That was a real party. Yes, yeah. well done, Brody. Yeah. Only for one election cycle. Yeah, in '87. Not far off, actually. You want to be '86? Well, wow. Don't do that again, though, because you're going to be very yeah, right. far off. Right? So, mate, before <laughs> switching degrees, I was attempting to study to be a history teacher, so I know well, this stuff. I don't know. This I've got another one for you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the uh, party, 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 which was a party to protest just the relaxed registration laws for parties in the Australian Capital that. Territory. <laughs> party, party, party. And the parties all had exclamation marks after them. So the party, party, party. Yeah. Is this one a real or fake party? That is a real party. It is a real party. Very well done, Brady. What year? Oh. I don't know the answer. So. Okay, that's <laughs> good. Lucky. I'll tell you. It's 96. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well done. Two for two so far. Number three. The future of Australian Volleyball Party. False. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want people 
explain what so, the party is, okay? Go on. The uh, Australian Volleyball Party um, was literally just a party that existed to boost the volleyball profile of Australia in the national and international sphere. False. It's a false party, well done. What makes you think it's false straight from the get-go? Just volleyball is an amazing sport and doesn't need any more uh, promotion. Well done, well done. Campaign. Uh, next one. The sun-ripened warm tomato party, <laughs> Australian capital territory, which had a, a policy to ban gas-coloured fake tomatoes in the Australian capital territory. Gas-coloured fake tomatoes? Yep. False. That's a real party. No way. <laughs> the Sun Ripened Warm Tomato Party won about 1,200 votes in the Australian Capital Territory uh, legislative elections. Yeah, right. Um, and actually, funnily enough, the Party Party Party, mm. one of their big protests was against the Sun Ripened <laughs> Warm Tomato Party because they thought it was ridiculous that it existed. Yeah, right. Next one. Are yeah, you ready? Yeah. Uh, bullet Trains for Australia Party. I've said self explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you uh, really exceed your creative juices no, no, on the volleyball um, well, function? You know, did bullet you? trains for Australia party. False. That is a real party. <laughs> really? <laughs> it is a real party uh, with the goals of trying to, literally just the sole goal of trying to get bullet trains in Australia. Fair enough. <laughs> Don't okay, think cool. they did very well. Uh, clearly. They're <laughs> uh, defunct. One more. Are you ready? I think you have to I get this if right. If I get this right, I win. I win <laughs> you to do my votes for me on Saturday. This party is called... Not... <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for the Electric Commission, that is not going to happen. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Coca-Cola in the Public Fountains Party. <laughs> uh, look, this is if it's a political party, correct? Yeah, it's a political party. Uh, okay, so unfortunately, I'm going to have to say that's false because I created that party when I was running for faction captain in year six. That is correct. It is false. <laughs> That's what I thought. I can imagine that being a policy stance. Oh, everyone had uh, primary school leadership. At, at, yeah, and had that go yeah. for you. I promise. Did you win the factional election? I did. Yep. Did you? Did you put Coca Cola in the fountains? Uh, I tried, but I think the filters turned it back into water. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. Well, Monty Brody, Monty. It's time for a crowd favourite, something that ah, hasn't been... Don't uh, tell me, it's... Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> something that hasn't been addressed, revisited oh, for quite some time. <laughs> We're in a silly goose mood, aren't we? Uh, which bodes well, being in such a good mood mm. for... Oh. Good news always. Oh, great. Yes. Jeez, I'm in the mood for some good news. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and some good mm. stories get shared. But uh, a lot of hard to find them though. Yeah, yes, and that's why we're here at the Good Is Always it? podcast to ah, share good news always. Exactly. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> news always, occasionally. Yeah. Love it. Okay, so as uh, as you may know, I'm now studying journalism. Oh, I mean, so you probably, this is probably articles you've written yourself. Then, yep, right? that's right. Let's try and get some street cred. Uh, not the not the point. Oh, not. Oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, but this one did appeal to the. Potential future journalist in me. Potential future. Yep. Because refugees in Uganda learn journalism skills to share their stories uh, oh, wow. in a partnership with World Vision and hashtag Our Stories. So the refugees at Bitty Bitty Camp were given smartphones and taught to identify story angles and how to edit as well. Given smartphones? Yep. Cool. Um, wow. Sharing their quite incredible stories. Good news movement. No, good news. <laughs> Always. That's the website good it's on. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> 
just giving some publicity to Damn it. our sources. Thanks to yeah. our friends at Good News. You've got to credit them, you know. That's, that is good news. So that's good news always section one. Oh, yep. how many part sections two. are there? Uh, section one, part two. There's four more. Ah, awesome. Yeah. Don't sound too excited. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yay. This one's better than the first one. Um, there's a supermarket in... Your, um, your oh, here we go. <clears throat> I'll do it for the next one because I don't have a proper path for this one. Uh, so there's this one, you'll like this one, because there's a supermarket in Switzerland. Oh, uh, you know I love Switzerland. You, that, yes, that's you. <laughs> yeah. uh, and in this supermarket, they have a refill station for their cleaning products. So rather than buying new bottles of Mount Fresh or whatever the dishwashing liquid they use in Switzerland is, whatever brand. <laughs> Mountain Fresh. Can you say that? That's one that we have here. Oh. Um, you take your bottle in, you refill it, and you pay for it. As a awesome. Very trusting members. Very in, trusting. Uh, but yeah, that's an effort to reduce <laughs> waste over there. I like it. And yeah, I think that's something that we could do a lot better at. I went to um, uh, a new RGA that opened up recently. That's uh, and you don't have plastic bags there. Mm. Like for the fruit and veggie and stuff. Pack you have to buy. Well, no, like you have to bring your own bag. And they huh. have bags you can buy there. Like special fruit and veggie bags, which is great. Nice. You there know you what? Go. It doesn't cost that much more money and not that much more effort. There you go. Good news always, part two. Se- sorry, section two or part two? The messaging seems inconsistent. Uh, item two. Oh, sorry, <coughs> yeah. Good news always, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a dog in Tennessee is celebrating its 20th birthday, becoming the oldest wow. living golden retriever oh, in history. Beautiful. Uh, the dog caused a stir. After celebrating the 20th birthday in April... Uh, the dog's affectionately named as Augie. Aww. So there you go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Augie. Augie. Probably Augie. <laughs> Definitely Augie. A- A-U-G-I-E is what yeah, I say. Yeah, that's Augie. We're not going to say the other word again. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to um, Chronicle 4? <laughs> we are. We are. Uh, chapter 4. The class of 2022 at Wiley College, a historically black college in Texas, learned at their commencement ceremony that an anonymous donor had paid off their entire combined debt. Oh, balance. wow. Uh, says, you are debt-free, go forth, inspired, glorious deeds to do. That's, oh, oh, wow. I'd love to be an anonymous that, donor somewhere. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. That, yeah <laughs> Good one. You are debt-free. You do not owe the college a penny. If you have a balance, you had a balance. There you go. <laughs> That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. If you Come have a balance, uh uh-uh, you had a balance. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the delivery was the issue there. Yeah, that's on me. We have one more? Sorry, why? We do have one more. Uh, an Australian news, good news. Ah, oh, great. That's where we are. Article. Uh, album five. <laughs> uh, I hope I say this right. <laughs> anyway, Gabby Canazay becomes the youngest Australian to climb Mount Everest. Wow. In a successful summit with her mum, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I didn't realise that people were climbing again. So Gabby is 19 years old. What? And has climbed to the top of Mount Everest. That's awesome. With 19 years and 68 days, years of age. <laughs> that's uh, weirdly old. worded. Nine, wow, well, good on you, Gabby. That's yeah. exciting stuff. Gabby did Everest Base Camp when she was 14. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, wow. well done to Gabby and her mum, Jane. Well done. If you're listening, Gabby yeah, and I, Jane. I can only imagine. Well, what else are you going to do on your journey back down? <laughs> Jane, 
Check the alcohol in, put it on good always. Good thing I saved those episodes. Hey? Yeah, well. I think you're not supposed to carry any unnecessary weight, so you wouldn't download any other episodes. But no, you would definitely good always. <laughs> Macca. Yes. Uh, I see. <laughs> the old face off. Pretty yeah. dead air for you. Yeah. Thursday morning. For the, uh, it's Wednesday. <laughs> My dude. And it's not even morning. I'm just assuming people will be listening to this on a Thursday morning. No, it's that going up the... straight away. Oh, is it? No. We're live streaming. <laughs> Damn it. We should live stream an episode one time. That would be horrible. Well, really we've talked about this several times. We have, haven't we? Fringe next year, we're on. <laughs> Friends 2023. Yeah. We should probably start planning that. Perth Comedy Festival. What I want to talk about, Brody, obviously, well, not obviously, obviously to you, um, I was out of action last week. I had COVID. Ah. Yes. Weak. (laughs) Weak. Brody is yet to have COVID. Yeah. Um, Not that it makes you stronger to be COVID free. But But um, from what I heard from you, you were like, you didn't even have any symptoms. You could have been functioning and you're running around. House, on the treadmill pumping around. iron <laughs> so <laughs> this is not your segment thanks Sorry. mate what I want to talk about though yeah. is um, obviously so I stuck at home prepped all my classes for the week and sent off my, my documents and, and had nothing to do for the week and for the first few days that was really well needed because mm. I sort of slept and recovered and, and I felt quite sick for the first few days not symptomatic necessarily just super tired yep. like I felt like I've been in a fight every day when I woke up how many, fi- how many fights have you been in for <laughs> uh, well I will have to talk about that <laughs> another episode um, but yeah it felt like that you know it felt yeah. like I, yeah well those fights was it. Um, but by you know day three I was starting to feel good again mm. but I still didn't have anything to do I had mm. my laptop um, but I had so much stuff to do on a campus that I didn't have a lot to do at home yeah uh, and so I decided to start getting back into Xbox. Nice. I haven't played the Xbox for a long time. So what? <laughs> months. No, months no. and months. Yeah, okay. All right? Fair enough. Don't you second guess me, champ. <laughs> um, but normally during, let's say, during a school term or even during the school holidays, I find it really hard to rationalise playing Xbox. Yeah. Because um, I'm like, wow, I, you know, I could do uni work, I could do school work, I could be making things better, I could be working on productive things you know or I could be yep. reading a book um, so I find it really hard to justify playing a few games on the Xbox but all of a sudden I was at home with nothing else to do I couldn't leave my bedroom that's all I really had there so I was like you know what I'm just gonna <clears throat> like I could go out and do things could go buy a new book yep. um, I was like you know what I'm just gonna load it up re-download some games and, and play a few games um, and it was really really good mm. it was really fun um, and I had a good mate in particular who played with me a few times <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, we as are I, mature as enough, I said sorry. that, I saw your stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> I had it, mate. Got him. <laughs> um, but sorry. the key point of this is I've been this out is for a family a, friendly show. Been it? out for a week now. Um, and the other night I had did done a bit of uni work. It was eight o'clock, and my mate messaged me. and was like, "Want to play some Xbox?" Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Hmm." I haven't. I don't. Can't remember the last time I would have played a game on a school night. Which that's how I refer to my life these days. Yeah. Um, but I was like, you know what? I actually don't have a reason to say no. All I would do if I didn't say yes is I'd scroll on my phone for half an hour. Yeah. Anyway, so I played a game, an hour of my day, and it was really, really fun. Like it was just a good way to break up the day and a good way to check out, and it was really engaging. It was nice. I felt like hanging out with a mate as well. You know, had the microphone on. Yeah. Um, 
And so it made me realize that I've probably been putting way too much guilt on myself for enjoying what is really a frivolous and meaningless hobby. A lot of my other hobbies, for some reason, I justify in my mind as good. Like mm. Reading, you know, builds your vocabulary. In theory. Playing guitar seems to be good for you. But playing video games, I've always been told, is just a waste of time. Mm. But I'm starting to realize that sometimes that's okay. Yeah. And I want to know what your thoughts are on, on the idea of frivolous and, and not useless, but you know what I mean, yeah. frivolous hobbies. We talked a bit about it last episode, I think, mm. uh, about escapism. And you, mm. I was talking about, yeah, playing the PlayStation and you were talking about books and things like that. So, um, But yeah, I, I, you know, it's always important to have your different hobbies and, and whatever as well. So um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to say. I think, yeah, there's a lot of, and again, we probably talked about it last episode, but there's obviously downsides to, and a lot of negative press around video games and stuff like that, but there's definitely some upsides to it as well. Mm. Um, and it can be like really enjoyable for that period of time, as long as you put your limit on it and all mm. that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, like what other hobbies do you have? <laughs> Sounds like a weird first date. <laughs> what other hobbies what do, other you hobbies have? do you have? Well, I have a lot of hobbies. That's the only one in my mind that I ever feel guilty about, though. If I spend yeah. an hour playing guitar, I feel productive. Yeah, If right. I spend an hour whittling, dare I say, which I, is it my want on an evening sometimes, Okay, feel productive. I've got a spoon at the end of it. <laughs> if I spend an hour, I love hiking. I spend hours and hours hiking. Yeah. That's all I do. But feels like I'm doing something. Yeah. And I am, well, you know. But then all of a sudden, turn on the Xbox... And that's when I start to feel this guilt. Unless I'm in a unique situation like I was last week. Yeah. Strange. Do you reckon it's around like, so hiking, you could probably justify it as like, oh, it's a bit of exercise, a bit of fitness. Whittling and um, playing the guitar, you're building up a skill. Yeah. Is that your justification? I think so. I think that's what I think when I do it. But then for some reason, but then again, reading is an example of something that feels more productive than gaming. And I I guess it is like as a teacher, I know that it is good for your vocabulary and your, you know, in language ability to, to read regularly. Mm. Yeah, I'm just going to try and be a little less harsh on myself, I think is the policy. And if I feel like playing a game of Xbox every now and then, I think I'm going to try and take some of the guilt out of that equation and, and be better at that personally. Great. And well. I'd love to hear, we get a little bit of feedback from people every every couple of episodes. <laughs> um, if you have a hobby or if you've experienced this guilt before, I'd love to hear about it personally yeah. um, and know what you think about this and, and whether there's a hobby in your life that you feel guilty about for some reason. Um, yeah great I'm going to be really champion <laughs> we're recording it's <laughs> <laughs> good to leave it out yeah that's good no we'll leave it in um, <laughs> after our conversation <laughs> about say, I only demand the highest <laughs> I said, professionalism I said unlike you I don't accept mediocrity <laughs> I, I operate with a level of professionalism uh, and you were like, oh, I accept raw and vulnerable communication. Anyway, <laughs> so Monty, as we return, uh, it's been a while since uh, I put up our story on our Instagram. Ah, yes. In I fact, that. it was on the 31st of March. Wow, some almost months ago. Two months ago. Um, after the Oscars. Mm. This year's this Oscars. This year's Oscars. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't have been last year's. No. That wouldn't make sense. It certainly would have been the year before that. Certainly not. Probably not the 2018 Oscars either. That's uh, enough of you. All right. Um, where are you going with this, Brady? Uh, story. So it was after the Chris Rock and Will Smith debacle. Ah, for yes, those of you that aren't aware, uh, Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife. Will Smith got up after laughing at the joke 
and slap Chris mm. Rock across the face. Anyway, huge story. Developing through a debacle. But I put up this story uh, on the 31st of March. Hey, Instagram. We are going to be launching into the discussion about uh, the Oscars this week and, uh, and obviously the Will Smith-Chris Rock controversy. We want to know, when was the last time that you let your emotions get the better of you when you lost control, um, whether it was yeah, something that you're angry about or upset about? When was the last time you lost control? When was the last time you let your emotions take over um, in a situation that you probably could have dealt with better? Um, we'll keep these anonymous, but um, sure we'd love to hear from, from you guys what was that incident and, and what happened. So we had all um, intention mm. to record at some point. Probably sooner <laughs> to the actual date than yeah. this, yes. Um, but I felt like it, it, we're not going to just let that slide. We got some responses to that. Yeah, uh, and I just want to address it. As I said, and thank you for those of you that you know that did respond. We this is one of the reasons we want to talk about it now. Yeah, we do really appreciate your responses. Yes. Um, so let's talk. I, w- I would love to. I- I've actually not had a look at them because I wanted to hear them mm. now. And because you just don't pay attention to our <laughs> social media. Well, hold on. Um, so when was the last time you let your emotions dictate your actions? Um, so a couple of responses. I just I'm only going to pick two because we're we're running out of time. But yep. yeah, that's okay. Yeah, of course. Um, so one of them was around, it wasn't about anger, but it was just feeling a general anxiety about going to classes um, and then deciding not to go out of fear. So that was an example of being ruled yeah. by emotions wow. or allowing your emotions to to dictate what you do. Which is interesting because I think our main topic was um, talking about sort of not being able to control anger. So it's really interesting to hear uh, another side of that coin mm. about the fear and, and yeah. that uni... Well, it wasn't. Context. Yeah, I mean, the question that I, I put in the question box wasn't explicitly talking no, about, no, about anger. No, no, but just great to yeah. hear another side of that another story as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so thank you. Um, and in the interest of time, and who was that? <laughs> we said, okay, but another I'm not even going to tell you who it was off the, off the, off the air. Um, and another one was, um, and a, a common theme actually as well, was around when you're tired mm. um, and how it's harder to regulate your emotions or think clearly when you're fatigued and, and under pressure. Mm. Um, and so sometimes that tiredness and, and the emotions that come up during that can, can really get the better of you and, and dictate your, your actions there. Okay. You got nothing to say there? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you got any experience with that? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that when I get tired, I get really... I really struggle with regulating my emotions when yeah. I'm tired, which is a lot of the time, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and sometimes when I'm tired, it, it like it goes different ways as well. It's not like I have one specific emotion. Yeah. When I'm tired, I just get very emotional. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a little bit frustrated easily or impatient or maybe it's sad, maybe it's happy. Sometimes when I'm tired, I get a bit loopy and yeah. I reckon I've seen, laughing, you know? I reckon I've seen probably all sides of it. <laughs> I think you probably have, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I totally, I'm totally with you. It's the person that wrote that. Yeah. Um, and understand several people several people yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, yeah I don't think we'll, we'll touch on the Will Smith incident no. much um, given that it was ages ago it's old news <laughs> yeah um, but yeah thank you for the, the interactions on, on that it was mm. really cool to keep it up yeah to see those and um, yeah hopefully this can act as a reminder or as, as a bit of inspiration for when you are feeling tired or when you are you know in the height of your own emotions mm. um, 
yeah, that you, you take a moment to just reflect on who you really want to be during those those times. Thanks, Brady. Cool. So, <laughs> a slightly more mellow ending than we normally have. Yeah. But thanks for listening to the Change Good Always pace. podcast, uh, episode nineteen. Yeah. Is it? How about that? Almost yeah. at t- the magic number twenty. Almost at the end of season one. <laughs> Almost. That's we did say we twenty episodes <laughs> per season. Yeah. 20 seasons even as I said at the start of this one welcome to season 2 <laughs> that was just a joke Brody it was you know, a joke no, thank you for listening though thank you for engaging um, and even though we, we leave some time between episodes for you to have a think about it <laughs> um, you still come back and we really appreciate that yeah. uh, tune in next episode for something <laughs> whenever that episode will be too. thanks Brody and yeah follow us on the old socials if you haven't already <laughs> of course yeah. really thank you <laughs>